more. Uh, learning about this episode, it does talk about um, suicide. It does talk about mental illness, depression, body image issues, um, lack of self-confidence, etc. So <laughs> that's literally what this entire podcast is about. <laughs> so if you are triggered or uncomfortable by any of those topics, we do not recommend finishing or watching or listening to this podcast. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Okay, guys. Welcome to episode four of the After Hours podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about self-worth inside the teenage brain, and we also have some questions for the cast members. So if you do have questions for us, you can probably comment it in the Instagram, yeah, DM us, or YouTube. Hey guys, welcome to the After Hours Podcast, episode four. Today we've got a jam-packed episode. I know you guys loved our Halloween special. So I do want to start with the questions that we had today. So the first question is, who is your hero? Who would we like to go first? We're going to go in a row. Robert or... Bowie's okay. first, because I can't think of My that. hero is definitely my mom. You know, my mom, she's oh. definitely been with me through a lot. Um, you know, uh, my mom, um, yeah, my mom. Okay. Jessica, who's your hero? Uh, my hero is my grandma. She raised me and... You know, she moved here from Vietnam, and you know, she didn't know the language, and she just, her and my grandpa went through a lot to give my parents and their siblings and me, you know, a good lifestyle. So, Sophia, you're oh. next. Can I see my cat? Like, I'm the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm I, I, inspirational I, stories. I know, I can't think of any. That's fair. Okay, Who's essential. your hero, Sophia? Um, my hero. <laughs> This is going to be so weird to say. <laughs> Hold on, I have two. I have two. Okay. Yeah. One one is my cat, Oreo, because she, like, literally, no joke, kept me alive last year. And then also Eliana, because she also kept me alive last year. And I've been with her for 14 years, and I'm, hopefully, that number keeps going up. All right, guys. What's your favorite thing about your family? And we're going to start with Sophia now, because, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite thing about my family, let's see. Both my mom and dad have like two different families because that's how families work usually, and um, they're completely they're, they're polar opposites, and it's really great because I experienced a lot of different what's the word I'm looking for environments I guess within my whole entire family. That's really nice. Yeah, I also like I have four cousins and then my sister and then it's me and we're all girls. We call ourselves no, we don't call ourselves. My grandma calls us the six pack, and I think it's. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but um, it's really fun because we, we have that little bond. It's cute, but yeah. That's sweet. Jessica, who's your favorite? I mean, who's your, what's who's your, your favorite, favorite family? family? <laughs> <laughs> who's, what's your favorite? Wait, 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 what's the question? What is the favorite part about your What is the favorite part? What is your favorite part about your family, wait. Jessica? Yeah, Jessica. Okay, my favorite part about my family is how open we are with each other, just about things that most families are not open about. Oh. Um, Robert, you're up next. Alright, my favorite part about my family is my family is very supportive. Like, um, I don't know if you guys know, or if you know me personally, this is my second podcast. And um, on my first one, it didn't work out very well, but, like, my parents are very supportive of me in these endeavors. And, like, honestly, like, I love you, Mom and Dad. If you're, you're part of, hopefully, you're part of the first listener. But truly, you guys have been, like, an inspiration to me. And, you know, thank you for, like, putting up with me and my yelling and my con uh anyways no <laughs> no it's what is something most adults don't realize about teenagers 
we have no concept of time. <laughs> Actually, I think that's something that adults do realize about yeah. teenagers. Honestly, I, don't know. I feel like something adults don't realize about teenagers is that a lot of things, like, adults were raised in a different generation than all of us, mm -hmm. so they don't realize that some things affect us more than they might have affected them in their past life. Like, say, um, you know, just think like teenage life. They always think like, yeah, we don't need to have friends to be happy. Like, they just think that, because like some people, this actually goes in to our topic for today, Inside the Teenage Brain, by the way. But I feel like a lot of, like, my parent, like, he doesn't understand that my friends make me really happy. He just thinks that we don't need friends or, like, that our phones are distractions. Like, technology might have been a distraction back in the days, but, uh... And it still is now, but, like, it's also, like, a very big form of communication for a teenager that's, like, completely different than it was... I feel like it's kind of confusing when we talk about specifically cell phones, because like, I feel like cell phones has such, like, a... Either it either has a negative or, con or positive connotation, especially with teenagers, because we're seen as, like, yeah. being addicted to it or, like... You know what I mean. Which, I mean, is... We're not saying, like, it isn't impossible, because it definitely is... Wait, no, it isn't po Okay. It's definitely possible for teenagers to be addicted, right? And it's yeah. definitely possible for phones to be a distraction. I think cell phones are both, like, the advancement and, like, the... What's deteriorating our society. Like, it's a... Uh, what is it? What's the saying? Like two-edged sword, right? Two-edged knife. Double-edged sword. Whatever. I was close <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, just phones yeah. have a different purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically they have the same purpose, but like it serves a different yeah. function as it did right. when our parents were teenagers. So me next, or are you? Um, what is something? Well, I didn't. I yeah, you go. Okay. Well, first of all, I'd like to tell a story. I tried to tell this before, oh, but I feel like it really shows how parents really, really have not. You know, some note. We're very embarrassed easily, and I feel like you guys don't realize this, but people, you know, notice these things. Is this gonna be the Facebook thing? Yes, I'd like <laughs> to tell the Facebook story. So, I'm gonna be honest, this is before I met Jessica. Oh no, I met them, they still weren't friends with me. <laughs> anyways. That's a lot. Anyways, like I was saying, so I told, um, so I went to, I told my mom, I. She always asks, you know, who'd you have lunch with? Especially at the beginning, because I didn't really have many friends. Because I'm new to the school. I think I've said that before. You are not new to the school. It's been half a year. Well, I was new to the school. Okay, the I'll give you that. Anyways, uh, so we started to talk. So I told everybody. So I told her mom, look, I'm sorry. I had lunch by myself. She didn't like that. <laughs> and guess what? My mom decided to post on Facebook. She's a Facebook mom. On a Facebook group, particular for the class of 2024, which we are. And uh, she decided to say... My son had lunch alone, and he has no friends, and that if anybody could please be friends with me. Shout out to y'all who actually responded, I'm gonna be honest. I was just very embarrassed. I kind of told my mom that, uh, you know, okay, she could she could stop. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how I still managed to have a special life, but yeah, you know, don't embarrass your children too much. If you want to, you know, make sure it's a, a good story for them to tell their youngins. Okay. Next question. No, I didn't. I didn't. Did I, you answer? No, but then I was like, wait, that's something. Okay, so. Do you want to go back to you? All right. Um. Sophia, what is your favorite thing about your family? Wait. Wait. Wait, never mind. Wrong, wrong question. question. Uh, what's what's <laughs> something many, many, most adults don't realize about teenagers? Um. Okay. I'm speaking from experience, but like the boundaries and the expectations that we have um, do not match with what, like, 
I'm, uh, I'm trying to put this in words. I'm not very good with words. Um, like it, don't, it doesn't match what most adults would like expect of us, you know? Like, ah, uh, ah. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at all? Okay. Yeah. Uh, next question. Yeah. Yeah. So the next question is, what's the best and worst thing about having a phone? Oh, that's a real loaded one. Robert. We're about to have some Go people arguing in the comments. Once again, I just want to say, if you guys have any responses that you feel would be interesting, go ahead and read in the comments. We read our, all our comments. See them on Instagram. You know, we'll probably post something. Anyways, the best thing is that I can find out information, more importantly, answers for quizzes. Oh, on I my thought phone. you were going to, like, be like, wait, what's this? Joe, 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 Joe Gold. No, Joe Goldberg. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you were going to be like, I can find out information about people. Yeah, no, no, that's not what I said. Anyways, um, world clip. <laughs> um... What was I going to say? So I feel like the worst thing, though, is... Well, this is just more or less going into social media. I feel like social media is like a blessing and a curse of society. So, worst thing, definitely social media. And just I feel like there's a lot more... It's sort of like you're cursed with knowledge, just like I am. I'm very, I'm very well cursed with knowledge. And I just... I don't know. I feel like it's just... Some people get addicted to their phones, and I definitely could say I was addicted to it at one point. But it's mainly because of lack of social skills. Anyway, so, Jessica, what's your... What's uh, okay. the best worst thing I've ever My opinion on this... Is that having a phone is good because you can easily talk to one of your friends in a time of need. But a bad thing is that it's honestly social media because I feel like a lot of teenagers, this also goes with our topic today, but I feel like a lot of people and teenagers, personally me, myself, I grew up with this like stereotype that I felt like I had to live with on like social media, like I had to be pretty and I had to have you certain gorgeous. types of insecure yeah, and so sad because I've just felt like I needed to have everything that these Instagram famous people had and honestly I I really do wish that our life was like I like phones but I also don't okay because like back then teenagers would go out and you know have fun and it would be actually safe for them to just go out without their phones and you know, just go on walks Go to the theaters mm -hmm. with their friends on a Friday night. Like that seems really romantic. Hashtag the Notebook. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish that movie. Phones make teenagers like just yeah insecure and and people use phones to bully people too. Like they hide behind a screen and just start bullying people and it's just not fun mm -hmm. and it's just not something that should be normalized because it is normalized. Phones yeah. are just like the gateway for all that's good and all that's bad in the world. Mm -hmm. you know? All right, Sophia, you're up next. Uh, best thing about having a phone is communication, I think, because I'm very big on communication. Like in any sort of like form of relationship, communication is such a, like a big thing to me. And phones help me do that. However, bad thing, oh, and then also like what you said, like I was addicted to my phone. Um, I think part of that is like because it's like an escape mm -hmm. from your actual life, and I guess that could be a good thing. It's a positive and a negative. Yeah, yeah, it's like both a good and a bad thing, yeah. and like the bad, the other part of the bad yeah. part. I guess that goes with it is that like it like blocks you from yeah. actually living your life, you know? Yeah, I completely yeah. get that. All right, well, just to jump into our next question, that I feel like kind of, how does Instagram social media affect your daily life? Instagram specifically, I'm on it maybe like. <laughs> Did you? She just sniffed the microphone. Oh, I thought you were having like some sort of like 
Like exorcism. <laughs> so Sophia, how does in, okay? No, the question is does so so it's a yes or no question. Does Instagram specifically affect my daily life? No, I don't really care for it that much. Does like other forms of social media? Yeah, I think it's asking more like Instagram and then specifically like social media as and you know. Wow, no way! That's like almost okay, how I was you, answering the question. Can you not, Sophia? <laughs> um, I'm slow. Okay, social media in general, it definitely like I just said, like it helps with communication, and I guess to an extent building bonds with people. I'm not yeah. a big fan of like screen to screen. I like, one of my love, langu- love languages is quality time, right? And I don't really consider that over the phone. But then also, <laughs> like, like Jess said, it does kind of create like an unrealistic standard for how you should be living your life. I guess if you like start to get sucked into that, but I try my very best not to because I don't really care for it. So, yeah. Robert, you go next. All right. Well, I feel like I've, I have a very skewed way because I got Instagram when I was in seventh grade, and I mainly got it because there was this girls in my class that were talking about getting it, and I they said, "Oh, do you have social media?" I said, "No." At the time, it didn't really matter to me. I was just on YouTube and playing Skylanders. Shut up. Um, but I just I got it. I uploaded Instagram and then I posted a picture. I got bullied. <laughs> If I'm being completely honest with you, I got made fun of a lot um, for the picture. And just in general, I feel like social media is definitely negatively affected and just negatively affects. Like, um, before I lost weight, or I guess, you know, um, I I feel like we just, in general, as society, we kind of glorify one sort of beauty standard when um, really anybody is. Because, like, this is a shout out to, like, everybody in general that has problems with their weight. I feel you completely. Like, generally, like, I feel like society, like, I'm being honest with you. People, weight does not matter. Everybody. Everybody, everybody's beautiful. Agreed. Like, trust me. You're probably hot. Can I keep that in? You're, you're probably hot. I you're mean, hot. I'm saying that you might not be, but you're probably Shout out. Hot. Shout out to all the hot Shout people. Shout out to you. Right? Shout out to you guys. <laughs> Anyways, right, Jessica. Guys. Um, I completely feel the same way as Bobbert. Um, Social media, they make... Honestly, I've seen a lot of teenage girls try to have bodies of like 20 to 30 year olds and it's just it's not cool man it ain't it ain't cool fam like don't give young girls like why do we have to be skinny and have an hourglass figure why do we have to look so no acne like that's so unrealistic and teenagers should not have to deal with like constantly thinking about oh do i look pretty or not so anyways Moving on. Wait, Wait can, I, can I say one more time? I, have, I also have. Yeah. I have to say yeah. All right, pause. You can say that because now we're leading in to self-worth. Perfect. Okay, um, going, uh, I guess, self-worth and social media. Um, I feel like this is going to be like a really like deep episode. Yeah, we're, we this is going to be a r- retrospective. Okay, cool, because um, last year I was going through not a great time, and um, the way I looked definitely had a big part in that. And I'm a, I, or I, I mean, technically, yes, I'm still young and impressionable, but I was so vulnerable and so impressionable last year, and seeing, like, unrealistic beauty standards, like, why are you showing that to, like, a 13, 14-year-old girl who's still growing, and even, like, younger and even older, like, as a teenager, you are not done growing, your body is not, like, important, you know, and And it's honestly, growing. it's not even just girls, boys go through this, too. Yeah. Why do teenage girls have to have a guy with abs who's tall? And why do girls have to have, like, no. Why do why girls do have to have a guy who has abs? And why do guys have to have girls with, like, big boobs or 
big butt and things like that. Why? Okay, and then why do boys are gonna be like that? Girl. Why do all teenagers have to have clear faces and just perfect features? Because we're still young and we're still living. Like I don't think our images or the way we look should matter, but it, it just does. Gets yeah. in the way of life. You know? I'd like to. I'd like to give you a, a reason as to who to blame for this, especially the guys and the girls part. I have one for each. Okay. People to blame are Timothy Chalamet and Charlie D'Amelio. Did you just you say to blame. Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Timothy Shamalet? Timothy are the problem? I'm sorry, I can't have a perm. <laughs> they are to blame for this situation. Hey, I think our mics are down. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, but I was going to say something seriously. Can you, you turn my mic? Thank you. Anyways, but I was, like I was saying, um, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I, beginning at the school year, this is my first school where I could actually have free dress. And I feel like it definitely shouldn't be, but I don't know. If it's just me, I feel like this is going to relate to some of you guys. The first thing I do before I leave is I check in the mirror. I have a big, I have a body mirror. Do you guys have a body? What in the world is a body mirror? Like a mirror that like, like you can see your full body in. Oh, yeah. I have one of those. And like, I want to be honest, the first thing I do before I leave is check that. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be, but like it is. And you know, like I'm going to be honest, there has been some days where I'm just like, all right, I feel comfortable. I'm going to change anyway, just because like I don't fit what I see as attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, growing up, I was overweight, like, as a small little young human, and I was like eight or nine, thinking, wow, I really wish I was skinny like those girls, or like, wow, these clothes are ugly, and I was just so, like, embarrassed of myself, and like, I shouldn't, as an eight-year-old, I should not be worrying about that, I should be worrying about, like, what am I going to eat after school today, or like, am I going to go hang out with my friends or something. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I thought about. I would always be like, hey, do you want to like go work out with my parents? And they'd just be like, my parents would be like, you're young. You don't need to work out, which is good. Like, but some parents do not promote body positivity, just saying. What we're trying to say is just, yes, promote body positivity, but at the same time, teach people. Okay, everyone needs to understand that like our bodies have limits because I used to eat and eat until... I would feel like sickening level of full. Mm -hmm. But now I eat when my body tells me not to, and we need to learn how to listen to our bodies. You know? School, we're looking at you. Okay. Um, <laughs> can I talk about body positivity? Yeah, body this is definitely like, this is definitely like one for like all of these. Okay. Body positivity is it refers to the okay, I'm dyslexic, I'm sorry. <laughs> it refers to the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image regardless of how society and popular culture view, ideal, shape, size, and appearance. And then body neutrality, which is a term I really, really like. Um, taking a neutral perspective towards your body, meaning that you do not have to cultivate a love for your body or feel that you have to love your body every day. You might not always love your body, but you stay, you still, but you may still look happily and appreciate your everything your body can do. So instead of like focusing like, you know what, no matter what my body looks like, I think it's still pretty. It's no matter what my body looks like, I know it keeps me alive and it supports me. Mm. Like, and I like thinking about like, Body positivity. <laughs> body positivity and body neutrality yeah. is like little partners. I'd like to th remind, I, I remember I saw a TikTok a couple days ago. It was like, clothes are meant to fit you, not you're not meant to fit in the clothes. That's actually, oh, I like that. And like, I honestly felt that so hard because like at the beginning of the school year, I had to buy so much new clothes. And like, I'm just like, damn, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> but, um, but no, like generally, if a clothes, if a, if if clothes don't fit you, it's not your fault, okay? Like clothing tip. With what everyone's been saying and along with our topic, self-worth, um, 
Well, the full topic is how to learn it. And, you know, growing up, as I said, I went through a lot of that. But um, beginning of this year, I decided to change because, not to be super serious, but I was diagnosed with MDD, which is Major Depressive Disorder. And I had a lot of body image problems. And one thing that helped me, because, you know, besides talking about all the negatives, I feel like we should all definitely talk about how to learn self-worth and how to be body positive. Because you can say it and you can be like, yeah, you just had to do this and this. It sounds easy, but it's really it's not. Yeah. Um, but one thing I do is I, I, I try to be positive every, positive every day. Like um, across my wall when I wake up, there's a sign that says you are amazing. And I, you know, I did that. I, I, I just read it every day and it just makes me feel better. But also I feel like we should all understand like that we don't need to be skinny to be beautiful. Because I think everyone in this room is very beautiful and handsome. Beautiful, handsome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually though, and also- What did you just do? I need to turn on the fire, I don't know if it was on. Okay. And also, um, just know that, yes, it's okay if you bloat, it's okay if you have a small tummy, because I used to be really insecure about my lower stomach, um, and that's, it protects your uterus as a woman, and you know, I'm not insecure about it anymore, because it's normal, and it's natural, and it's like my little pooch, that's what I call it, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cute. Um, another aspect of body positivity is also mental well-being positivity, if that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of forgot everything I was going to talk about because while you guys were talking, I was thinking about it. But Do you um, want me to talk and then you think about what you say? No, I, I have a small okay. idea. But um, body positivity goes beyond physical well-being. It's also mental and emotional well-being because that is still part of you. And I think that's bigger and more like heavily seen in body neutrality because, like, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Just take it away. <laughs> All right, so similar, similar to what Sophia was saying, um, so I have a lot. I go to therapy every week, so a lot. No, of it's not bad. It's good. not bad. Therapy's good if you need to. Very, uh, very good. Counseling. We've all gone to therapy. So oh, we have. what I uh -huh. want to say cool. is what we've been talking about so far is like more so like how we see ourselves and stuff. That's like self-esteem. Mm -hmm. Self-worth. That is our topic. <laughs> <laughs> and self-worth is recognizing that we oh, are beautiful, amazing, People, we're greater than what someone else sees us. We need to understand, people, teenagers, need to understand that we shouldn't care what other people see us as. Because as long as we see ourselves as beautiful, amazing human beings, then I feel like that's great because I just feel like we should all learn to just love ourselves. Because a lot of people like don't love themselves and they spread that negativity onto other people. It just makes everything worse. Like, bro, why? You also need to learn to love yourself before you can, like, actually love others. Like, romantically, platonically, otherwise. Why are you looking at me? Because you looked at me first! Okay, I just want to say something first. You're, you, are, you are your own worst critic. <laughs> what the? Is that all? I, I, I had to look Thank into you. the camera Thank for that you. one. very much. Um, I need to look into the camera. Yeah, but there's nothing <laughs> else you can find your self-worth in other than in yourself. You know, you can't be like, Oh, I look like these uh, models, so well, I'm happy now. Or, mm. oh, I'm in a 
great relationship. I have a great significant other. I'm happy now. No, like it, happiness comes from yourself. You can't really get that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, um, it has to all come from yourself. With what Bobbert, with what Bobbert is saying, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to get all of that from yourself, and it's okay to, you know, you could be on a really great track, but then, you know it might fall through and it's okay to have bad days sometimes in your journey of self-love and finding self-worth but um that doesn't mean you're failing bad oh, healing isn't linear that is like one of my favorite mm -hmm. sayings to tell people when they're like you know i feel like i've just gone backwards healing isn't linear you're gonna have bad days it doesn't mean you're like failing or you're going backwards and that's okay you know yeah thank you and <laughs> um, a part of our topic which is what like our two topics are really tied together this week was inside the teenage brain and I feel like the teenage brain is so we're so like used to the concept of you know having to be what we can't be you know like reality check we cannot have girls cannot have Kim K bodies and guys can't look like Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet <laughs> or Harry Styles or have amazing abs so I stop I do I just feel like for all you listeners viewers out there just body positivity <laughs> for everyone and i feel like the teenage brain like we are so used to this concept you know what i mean and i feel like that should be changed like it's so normalized to it's so normalized to literally be depressed i'm just okay saying. i just like to can, can i bring up something real quick this might be a bit controversial mm. you shouldn't want to be depressed that's not controversial. That like, I feel like I know some people that kind of want to have a mental illness. Mental illness should not be a personality trait. And it's not something that needs to be joked about either, which and is I'll, another yeah. thing that is normalized so much in You should society. not, I'm going to be honest, you should not be like, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed when you really aren't. Because trust me, I've known people that have gone far with depression, and I'd just like to say you do not want to be that person. Having strong feelings is okay. Using mental illness as a way You should to not say that you're, yeah. Feeling? It's that's that's not that okay. Uh, yeah, you should not use mental illness as a sort of crutch. Is that why it's? Oh no, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you, like if you don't have a mental illness, don't go around saying, "Oh, it's because I'm depressed." Like, you should. It's not something to be joked about. Yeah, I feel like mental illness is really normalized, and teenagers, a lot of girls I know, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Oh my gosh, I hate myself." And it's like, dude, that affects other people too, because. I remember, like, in fifth grade, going back from, what did they used to call it? Like, the lunch break? Recess? Yeah, recess. recess. Coming back from recess. That's really sad that you forgot the term for recess. You, know, you, <laughs> yeah. see, you see how, how affected we are? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, coming back from recess, this beautiful, beautiful girl I was friends with, she was a lot lighter than me. She was like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. And I was just like, oh. What am I? Yeah. <laughs> like, it made me feel so awful. And I used to like, I used to like run a lot or like try to, you know, look skinnier or feel skinnier. But it was a very unhealthy way. Like I used to like stop eating. Like I, I didn't eat to the point where I would lose hair. And that was actually last year too. Same. But what helped me is I... I met one of my close friends who's a very much gym rat. Um, he was like I saying, heard gibberish. 
he was gym rat. He was um he was like, well you need to like have a certain diet and your diet by the way guys, your diet actually affect is like it does. Way more than like exercise when it comes to weight loss or weight gain. Eat blurry calorie deficit, guys. Yep, calorie deficit, guys. Changing what you eat for something that could be mm -hmm. quite unmanageable yeah. is yeah. very dangerous. I also like to say, which I'm real quick, when I was in eighth grade, so I feel like there's a stereotypical like girl's Instagram. Have you like heard that kind of yeah. joke where it's like, oh my gosh, treat, it, treat this post like a girl's Instagram? Yeah. That needs to be normalized. <laughs> Like, straight up, I've seen some girls' Instagrams and it's literally all compliments. That needs to be normalized for everybody. Like, I feel like straight up. I, I know it's like, it feels kind of like narcissistic, but I just feel like, like when I was like, especially in eighth grade, me and my friends were talking about like, we'd make fun of it, but at the same time, it's all, it's because we all wanted it. Like, we, everybody wants to be complimented. If you see somebody having a rough day, or just in general, if you see somebody looking nice, say it. It's not weird or anything. Have it's, you ever seen somebody's like face light up? I, okay. I'm so sorry. I completely interrupted you. you I just, like, That's pretty much all I wanted to say. Okay. Um, well, there was this one day in choir, and we were all having, like, our own little therapy session. Choir is so great. Um, this was last year. And one of the seniors was like, today I complimented someone, and their face just lit up. And, like, it was like, I don't even know why, but that was something that really stuck with me. I think it was last this time last year was, like, probably the worst that I've ever been in my entire life, like, mentally. Um and hearing that and how much it could affect someone, like it just stuck with me. And then I started doing that. I was like, okay, what is this scene you're on? What is she talking about? I started complimenting people and like, you can just tell, like you can see that their day gets so much better and it makes you so happy. Oh, I highly recommend. Yeah. yeah and also, thing. if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. I know a lot of people say that, but lately I have been going through a lot with people saying things about me that isn't true. And it's been really rough on my mental health because I'm like recovering from a lot of like um, sad things uh, because I recently found out like I have MBD as you know and it's been really tough and honestly I've been doing really well but um, some people have been saying untrue things about me and a lot of people don't like me and honestly don't spread rumors about people because if you don't know them, then you just shouldn't say anything. And if it's not nice, then just don't say anything. Because why? What is the point of being negative and rude and talking about someone behind their back when they're not there to defend themselves? Like, what is the point of that? And I feel like the teenage brain, we literally start so much rumors. Like, teenagers, you have, everyone has at least talked bad about someone. Whether intentionally or not. Yeah. Like, we... We're not trying to seem like saviors. We've done it. Yeah, we've done it. I've done it. Yeah, I'm a good person. <laughs> but I'm the best it's, person. It's not nice. I'm so humble too, Robert. Wow. It's not nice, and we shouldn't. I'm humble. It's not nice, but like teenagers, we just go on about very unnecessarily, like unnecessary things. There are things that we say that are normalized so much that hurt people. Whether like talking, I'm gonna use talking behind people's back for an example. Like, if people were to find out, that would really hurt. Maybe they did find out and that really hurt, but like the things that we do that hurt people, I don't think, okay, something about teenagers is since we're all like, our brains are like rocket firing and I don't, I don't even know what's going on there, neurology and what else, but um, 
we don't think about the consequences of our own actions. We are impulsive. Our insurance, okay. If we had insurance, it'd be insurance. Uh, well, insurance for like teenagers and drivers is like, whew. and then insurance yeah. for guys is so much higher than girls, which I okay. think is hilarious okay. and okay. absolutely necessary. Ma'am, no, let me, let I will me not appreciate the slander. <laughs> yes, you will. Um, but anyway, she, see, I don't, I don't know what I was gonna say. I don't. Well, all right, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, we are very, very impulsive. We don't have. We don't, okay, you know, like, in second grade, when in the classroom, it had, like, think before you speak. Is it thoughtful, helpful, uh, necessary, kind, whatever? I can't remember what I, important. Um, that's something that's, like, engraved into our brains at a young age. And then when we're teenagers, we just kind of forget it. We don't necessarily, like, disregard it. We're not like, eh, you know what, I'm not going to think before I speak. But it's something that teenagers have a habit of, and it's just something that we need to be careful about. Yeah, because impulsiveness is fun, but only to an extent. Otherwise, it starts to get dangerous or hurtful for other people or yourself. Uh, and honestly, to add, I feel like, um, you know, just just please don't talk crap about people. Be very nice. And um, it really hurts feelings. Like, it's just, okay. So I know a lot of teenagers also are feel like it's either they want to have a mental health problem issue, is that how you word that? Either they really want to have some a problem or they're just really ashamed of it. Alright, so I just feel like you shouldn't be ashamed of who you are because I, <laughs> I definitely was and I know a lot of people who also don't talk about their mental issues I know guys especially, they hide it from their friends. Because you don't want to appear weak. You know what? Nope, there's, that, there's sorry. Not a, there's, there's I not cried a, in the middle of math F class. Yeah, there's not a single person who has to be strong 100% of the time. Right. Like, like it literally just because, doesn't matter who you are. Just because you're a boy or a man, you don't have... Or you support other people. It's not necessarily being a boy or man, but here's the thing. Um, speaking from experience, I'm going to speak really, really fast because we have like two seconds left. Um, <laughs> actually, how is it already 425? Okay, anyway, speaking from experience, I'm somebody who likes to help other people and I like value my friendships and, okay, that's, that's actually not right, okay, but like I, I pride myself on the fact that I, that people can find me and that I'm a good listener and that I give advice and most of the time it's good advice. Sometimes mm. I definitely screw things up. Yep. Um, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that like people see me as somebody who helps other people right and last year I was really really struggling and like I felt like I shouldn't be like if I can help so many people why can't I help myself and that's something that's definitely a motive to like be ashamed of your mental illness right like so I have depression right um I last year it was quite awful <laughs> but as a as like a helper and I love you as a helper, um, I didn't want people to see me struggling because then they were like, oh, okay, if she's struggling, why am I listening to her? You know, like that was like, I was scared to lose the connection that I had with people by helping them. And then I also tried to mask, <sighs> okay, <laughs> I also tried to mask um, trying to help myself uh, by helping others. Like I was struggling, the more I struggled, the more I reached out to others, making sure that they were okay. You know, just the moral of the story is, I know this sounds like super cliche, like, Oh my god, you hear it so often, but you're not alone. You know what? There are other people here to help you, and you don't have to be strong. And you have like you have every right to feel your emotions and feel insecure and feel awful and have bad days. And that's okay. That is a part of life. But you are okay. Everything will be okay if it isn't already. Yeah, exactly. If you guys ever want to say anything, honestly, tell your friends. Or tell tell us. 
like go ahead rant to us we i'm on the instagram we're all on the instagram just browsing if you guys ever want to say anything we won't we don't know you so you can't really use anything from us but straight up i'm going to put this to a the a couple hotlines down if you ever really need anything but just go ahead first tell your friends it we're you're not alone like straight up we love you we do indeed but um what was i had one more thing to say never mind okay all right guys so to close up a note for me is that you it's okay to not be okay and you're never alone and thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast I the way you work and I got this so